I am like good. blown away by tomatoes. Yeah, Marissa, oh. F you. America! Fuck yeah! Welcome, everybody, to the podcast that, <laughs> like the Grinch's heart, is subject to change. I'm your host, Keith, and joining me for this verbal potluck in which everyone brings a different subject to the table are three of my best friends. Let's meet them. We have Danielle Afterbirth Sheffer. Wow. After my birth or after a... Take it however you want. Okay. <laughs> but your nickname is Afterbirth. <laughs> All right. All right. Across wow. from me, Steve... What's up? Soul Train, Stanvik, and then his better half, Marissa, my favorite clothing store is Target, <laughs> Stanvik. She loves Target. And or American Eagle. <laughs> is it still a... Ma- like, what, what is it now? Uh, let's go with Costco. Costco. <laughs> Costco for clothing. Oh, yeah. Kirkland brand. You can get some great stuff. <laughs> Daniel, have you... Jeans and vitamins. Have you ever heard this story? No. What what we're playing whatever freshman loaded year questions. maybe loaded category it was loaded questions it was loaded questions it was like what is my favorite clothing store or whatever and Steve and Tim said Target <laughs> I said American Eagle and now Marissa likes me more than them. I feel like it was just store not clothing store I feel it like it might have been ambiguously worded as store. You were very offended, though. And if it was just store, I'm not sure you would have been as offended. We did go to Target a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was and one of the four places to go at the Hadley Mall. And there was a lot of hype about Target clothing at one point because people were like, oh, wow, like I got, I get this at Target. Like There are people out there who like pride themselves on those finding Those people probably call it Target. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those, those ones, you know? They do love their Target. Uh, can we address the tiny elephant in the room? Oh, the tiniest. She's a little Republican. <laughs> so we've been uh, referencing for a while now that my wife Danielle is pregnant. Well, now it's a was. She's no longer pregnant no. because Woo! Nora Grace Sheffer is fast asleep at her feet. <laughs> it's really adorable. <laughs> and she's driving our first uh, subject. Which is labor, my subject, not Danielle's. No, even this is she, Keith. I need to talk about labor because it was the most traumatic event of my life. Labor is <laughs> in when a woman passes, passes a, a kid human body through her, yeah, her some part of her. Yeah, <laughs> do we know a part? Well, it depends on how the labor goes. Okay, well, it wasn't a C-section, <laughs> Steve. It wasn't. Um. So. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. yes. That was too fitting. <laughs> Keith like has to take a drink of his beer before I know, he starts. Cause I don't like to remember what went down uh, just a week ago at this point. We got into the hospital at 10 o'clock on a Friday and a quick 21 hours later, Nora was here. Yeah, it's weird that that much time went by, you know? Like, I looked at the clock and was like, holy crap, like, how are we... 
at the same time i was like how are we only here and then i was like whoa how many how have we gone through this many hours oh it was all it was super slow for me uh, on the outside looking in um but basically you were in slight pain for like 16 hours and then like the last five hours you were just in maybe even longer maybe seven hours you were in excruciating yeah worst pain of my life is this scale (laughs) normalized to like a woman who's nine months pregnant. I mean, what does slight pain mean? Yeah, that's true. It was like, so basically for 12 hours or whatever it was, I it came in waves. So it was like, okay, I just have to close my eyes and breathe for like a minute and then I'll be over and I'll get a break. But as the labor continues, you get less of a break and then it becomes only that pain. Whoa! Um, so it was still a lot of pain. I couldn't sleep through it. I had to just like close my eyes and breathe through that. Youch. So, <laughs> but compared to the other, it was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I was like, if this is what labor is, like, I can get through this. And you did. Unfortunately, I, I don't it wasn't. know if Keith can get through no, it. No, unfortunately, on that face. wasn't as worse as it got. So, yeah. well, so, um, so at some point, they decided they were going to break your water. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted to speed that shit up. They mm-hmm. had places to be. And they could tell I would get tired of it. Um, yeah, who wouldn't? So then after your water broke, maybe a couple hours later, it seemed they're like, all right, you're dilated, 10 centimeters. It's time for you to push. Oh, but there was a lot that happened between then in terms of, you know... Yeah, I get it. You were in pain. Yeah. You were in pain. Yeah, I get it. Pain, Danielle. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Keith's topic, Danielle. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. It's not all about you. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to get to the fact that there were two hours in which you had to push like every 45 <laughs> seconds with no, you, you, you could never stop. Oh. It was just like no. two women yelling at you, telling you that you're doing perfect. And then once the forty, once the contraction <laughs> was done, yelling they, enthusiastic. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, but once the contraction was over, they're like, actually, you could have done this better. But oh, during yeah. it, they didn't want to. They'd be like, come on, Danielle, you've got it. Yeah, it's all encouragement <laughs> until you're not in a contraction. But I basically, from my, as the, as on the outside looking in, it seemed like you were dying. So like here I, I am like, like I'm watching you two hours just die and and like obviously everyone's there for you so I'm just yeah. there holding your leg and I'm just seeing some of the grossest things I've ever seen and will ever see yeah and I still see shit in my when I close my eyes that can't be unseen <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Steve, yes. not not Marissa. <laughs> okay, Steve, I'm warning you. This yep. is going to be very hard for you. Marissa, is this? I mean, is this is is having a child still something you want to do at you know, some point? You know, it's getting pushed lower on my list. Yeah, but you see Nora. She's so cute. Well, she is. so here, that's my question. So obviously, it all ends with the most beautiful thing in the world, and you're like, oh, I have a child, but. Is your immediate reaction? I can never, ever, ever do that again. Oh yeah, okay. I was like, I was like, I think I might just want one child, right. and then they're like, oh, don't worry, you'll forget. But also, I should note that, like, I think 
most people don't have labors that bad. They said 24 hours is usually the longest, and I was right up there. Congrats. Usually, Great job. And usually people's <laughs> epidurals work. Mine didn't really work. So usually you're pushing, and you're not feeling all of the pain. So hopefully other people don't have to go through that. Uh, so I guess coming from it, I would say don't do a natural birth because <laughs> I think I pretty much did one nah, <laughs> unintentionally no and it was not. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, did you see the epidural needle? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Where do <laughs> they put it? They put in your lower back. Oh, that scares me. You just like bend, bend over. Right that into was the, the spinal least. cord. I was like, give me any drugs. At that drugs. point. <laughs> yeah, at that point she was in so much pain that <laughs> that was like a little tickle. Yeah. Um, but so we get through the birth, you know, Danielle suffers all this physical pain. I suffer all this emotional pain. <laughs> and then they lock us in a room for three days. <laughs> they don't let us leave. AKA a recovery room. <laughs> yeah. A maternity ward. Yeah. A maternity ward. But I it might as well have been a psych ward for me because I was going crazy. Um <laughs> It was like lights out at like 8.30. Like they stopped serving dinner at 6 p.m. Found out your door was locked from the outside. Yeah. And then it was just come. So you we, we got there Friday. We didn't sleep at all Friday night. Uh, Saturday night, once Nora was here, we were like, yeah, you can, you can have the baby. Bring yeah. her to the nursery. We need a good night's sleep. But then Sunday, I'm ready to go. And then they break the news to us that we're going to be there till Monday. But they say, but don't worry. We typically, we rush uh, discharges on on weekdays. So I'm like, great. We'll be out, you know, mid-morning. I can, I don't even know that I, I don't even need to eat lunch at the fucking cafeteria here that sucks. Um, you know, so, so Monday I wake up and I try to get a good head start on packing the car because I don't want to be there a minute longer than I have to be. And then Danielle just keeps telling me, she's like, you're probably going to need to order lunch and I just don't want to hear it because yeah. at this point I would just would rather kill myself than be there for another moment. I, yeah. yeah he wanted me to like call down to the nurse's station and ask All if right. we'd still be there for lunch. I'm like, I'm guessing we will. So let's <laughs> Look, just order They're going to be more sympathetic to Danielle. <laughs> I, I figured if she was doing the communication that they might be a little more, uh, that's true. You know, They'll be sympathetic to her cause. I got to assume yeah. there's sort of a, a sexist preferential treatment that goes on in maternity wards, and it's true. honestly, I really felt you know oppressed there. <laughs> <laughs> As a new father, yes, it was all worth it, but I don't know if I would go back to Emerson. That was traumatic. You like, should give them a Yelp review. Like if you had a broken bone and they were across the street, you'd. You'd go to another hospital. Oh, that's not the maternity. No, but they were were a really good hospital key. Were they? They kept me there till Monday. That's because I couldn't walk. (laughs) You could have (laughs) walked. No, Keith like just wanted me to walk. No, here's what happened. She needed the doctor to give her give his sign off on her that Uh she could leave. Uh, and he comes at like 9 a.m. and he's like, so how you doing? And she's like, you know, my back hurts. Uh, walking's kind of tough. And then like he cuts her off mid-sentence. He's like, well, I'll come back. You're clearly yeah. not ready to go. The doctor was the and worst, like, actually. All call, the nurses were great. Yeah, but the call doctor. me when you're ready. And I think we call him at like 9.45, 10. 
he doesn't he doesn't come see us until three forty five. Wow. Yeah. So we're just waiting there doing nothing. And all he did was be like, Okay, you're right here, you're good. And then there was a video <laughs> we had to watch before we could leave, but they conveniently didn't tell us about it until after the doctor had right, come until and see. Yeah. So they're like, Yeah, watch this video, it's thirty minutes, twenty minutes of it are on C sections and circumcisions, neither of which apply to you in any way. Right. Most people have to stay in the hospital for two, like a couple of days, though, because like they need to check on you. They don't want to discharge you and have you like collapse or. I almost you know. collapsed because you were in the, the hospital bullshit still. that they were putting us through. <laughs> the one thing about hospitals is just they're not like all communicating with each other, and you see like so many shifts of people coming through. So mm. I think that's more the issue because all the people were really nice and everything, but like they just. There's just, uh, I think people forget how long it's been since they've seen you, and there's so many different oh, people that have to them. sign off on things. Oh, fuck them. It's, yeah. Um, I imagine scheduling is tough. So, Danielle, would you go back to Emerson? Oh, yeah, because I heard Heather said that at her hospital, she had to share a room with two other people. Oh, that's terrible. I got my own oh, suite, yeah, like, no, and he had a good. bed, so. That's luxury living, <laughs> Yeah. <indeed. laughs> I had a bed at home too, and it was way more comfortable. And all the nurses were really nice, and you know, I liked all the staff there. So that's shout good. out yeah. nurses at yeah. Emerson. Well, yep. So I mean, I will say that after seeing Daniel go through that, I have such like better understanding of how easy we have it as guys. Mm. Like, <laughs> like I'm so glad I never have to go through that. Yeah. Because uh, watching it is the worst experience of my life, and it didn't even happen to me. Um, yeah, you seem very traumatized. I, I am. Like, I'm seeing images in my head that make me want to throw up at the very at this very moment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... Yeah, like Pavlov's dogging you with this sound effect. You're going real heavy on those sound effects I, just, I right see now. the look it's, in your eyes when you bring up these images in your head. I know. <laughs> Danielle. Imagine being an OBGYN. Oh. I know. And doing oh. that for a living. Yeah, you see that all the time. <laughs> I told Danielle that that's literally like we, Danielle used a midwife and I was like, that's literally the worst job you could possibly have. The midwife? Like, what's, what's the difference? I don't know. They just, she's, I don't know. Yeah, it's well, I didn't even, it was basically who was ever on call, and so I got a midwife, and they can deliver it without the bait, without the doctor. Right. So they just do everything. Yeah, but just... But she was actually good, because she was there for a lot of it, too, so she wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to come in at the end. Which the doctor would have. Well, let's take a step back. She got to spend two hours just yelling at you to be like... Push where I'm putting pressure on yeah. you. I don't like, understand how you do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing so. Because it's such a weird like muscle part that you just never. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, keep doing that. No, don't do that. Keep doing that. And Danielle, I'm pretty I don't even sure, know where I'm pushing. did the exact yeah. same thing the entire yeah. time. So, Danielle, can you put to rest uh, like, oh, the working theory that middle school to adult men around the world have that is just like taking a, a huge dump yeah is that's it, a it, theory is it different <laughs> oh god it's much different like, yeah the biggest dump you can imagine taking just totally different i mean yeah if you're <laughs> dumping out like a, a head that big like the size of a well, a grapefruit or more well, plus the body. Yeah. Yeah, the shoulders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's starting in your stomach, and, it's and not your muscles out are your like butt. trying to push it. Right. Yeah. I just mean, <laughs> you, you said Keith, how easy we have it. I'm just remembering as a as a, a kid, granted, thinking yeah. like 
it just got to be like, I can't even imagine taking a, a shit that big. It's I, not the same Oh, thing. yeah. You can't, like, I now know what, you know, like how they always have the one to 10 pain scale. Like, I know what a 10 feels like now. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that was on an epidural. Yeah, one. yeah. It, so I'm hoping the epidural just got screwed up, and next time won't be such a. You know what you could always do. Thing. Smoke weed every That's day. That's true. That would probably help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, you you Steve, have it's missed been too long. You've missed that soundboard. Uh, um. So Danielle, final thoughts mm-hmm. on on delivery on Nora. How you feeling as a new mom? It was definitely really traumatic, and I think I will need a lot of time to get over it. Um, but I, yeah. <laughs> but I am finding I'm forgetting more of it as each day passes, so that's very nice. But um, Nora's obviously, you know, I love her, so it's now I just can focus on her instead, and that. She right. came out of that whole traumatic experience. <laughs> she was unharmed. That's good. <laughs> That's definitely good. All right. So and they didn't have to use forceps. It's nope. always good. I hear that can <laughs> misshape babies' heads. I know. Yeah, My brother has some happened forceps. To me. Yeah. Um, uh, we like doing lists here, Danielle. Yep. I want you to rank who you love most. Uh, oh my god. Nora, me. Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. That's impossible. I can't do that. So you love the cats as much as you love your well, daughter. I don't know. No, <laughs> I'm talking that one, about Danielle. you and Nora. All right, it's yeah. Like, Who do you love more, me or Nora? I can't d- say that. I don't think that's possible. All right, to collectively, rank let's rank. Let's rank uh, the members of my household. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with Danielle <laughs> as number one. Yeah, it seems like she's been through a lot. <laughs> I need the lift. <laughs> Over Nora? Have you seen Nora? You know, I honestly forgot about Nora. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. She's right next she's, to me. She's, she's so right quiet. There. I don't. She is. I forgot about her today, too. She helps so me quiet. understand the saying, uh, sleeping like a baby, yeah. because she sleeps everywhere. How would you rank? Would you rank Nora... Would you rank me over Nora? No, you you guys are tied for first, obviously. Cop out. (laughs) Obviously. No, I mean, so right now I might be slightly more attached to you, but Mm -hmm. I would still save her in a fire over you because she has a longer life to live. She's also a lot easier to carry out of the fire. Definitely. No offense, Danielle. You've lost a lot of weight since the last time I saw you. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm a little lighter now. (laughs) All right, so Danielle, you didn't give me... Based on your non-answer, I'm going to assume you love Nora more than me, no, um, which is fine. I, say, I, I get said it. I, I, I totally the get it. I said I can't answer that. I totally wow. get it. I said I can't answer okay, that. Okay, you it's can't answer it. All right, Marissa, rank the members of our household, <laughs> you and me. Go. Me. And then? You. Oh. <laughs> what, so, that's so close now. Yeah. I had it. I, didn't, yeah. I wanted to switch, but that's so it's, close. It's good. That's a real close I, I agree with Marissa here. I'm ranking her number one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. As far I, as, you know, most valuable housemate. I'm looking to, like, upend. I didn't want a Ooh. unanimous number one for Marissa. When we go MVP status, I'm not I'm not sure. Like, Nora's adorable, but yeah. Danielle brought Nora Listen, to the table. So. <laughs> Nora's rookie of the year. Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Keith, you don't get any awards no, this year. No, Keith's young because <laughs> yeah. he's throwing heat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm f- at least throwing shade. <laughs> Danielle's the MVP, and, and Macho's, like, manager of the year because he's got to manage yeah. having the new... Miss Elizabeth seems fine with it. Yeah, she's... She's like I, the clubhouse leader, I think. 
I remember, oh, this is probably extending the topic too much, but I do remember reading like some really controversial articles back when I was on Facebook about like whether you should love your spouse more than your kid. And there was one that said you should love your spouse more than your kid and one that said you should love your kid more than your spouse. I, I just don't know too. how you can pick that. The Trump versus like, Hillary yeah. of, the, of the familial love uh, debate. I will yeah. say... Right now, Nora needs love more than I do. Yes, she needs like the she the needs nurture more care. Yeah. Yes, Keith, you're gonna get a lot of men's rights activists really pissed off. <laughs> you know what? I don't like care. That. I don't care. It takes like you know, I'm a feminist. You know a that, Steve? It's oh, true. Yeah. You know, I I hate women. <laughs> That's well, except for his wife and daughter, you are not. Uh, okay, <laughs> no. To get rid- away from that heat, I think it's time to change the subject to uh, a hotter place. To Steve, Steve, what's your, what subject you bring to the table? Well, while you guys were having just being exhausted, having a a baby, and bringing life <laughs> into the world, uh, I was off with my better half the the number one in our household (laughs) jet setting and exploring new places places you've been like rome we went to other places in italy but today i want to talk about rome because you guys went to rome not long ago at all they actually call it roma they do marissa (laughs) yeah Yeah. we went uh early april that was the right time to go how how warm was it probably like 70s yeah it was perfect the fact that you don't have the number in your mind Speaks we volumes. had shorts and t-shirts, but we were good. So, you know, the, the pharmacies, they all display the time and the temperature. And in the in middle, Celsius. in one of our days, it just said 41 degrees Celsius. And we're like, okay, that sounds hot. Nine-fifths <laughs> times 41 plus 32. What's yeah. that? 106 degrees. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the day oh, I was shit. in a in jeans because i was going to the vatican and i was told i couldn't oh, wear shorts yeah turns out i could <laughs> yeah there number of men in there in shorts i know they had those big that big thing about the dress code but i feel like when you're there there's people are just i saw dressed. women go in <laughs> in short shorts and they like gave them this little like shawl to put over their shoulders but like yeah. hey you're not being All very right. respectful it- and i was very warm yeah so can we open up about the vatican right yeah now? let's let's start with the vatican it, it sucks, sucks. Yeah. sucks it's, so much it's the worst <laughs> like going there i i you know so i'm not catholic but i went to a catholic school like i know mm-hmm. a lot of the history and i really expected to feel something and when i got there i was like this is a shitty tourist trap. So are we talking Shame. specifically about Shame. the Vatican Museum, the Sistine Shame. Chapel, St. Peter's Basilica, or just the city as a whole, out of curiosity? Uh, so easily the most disappointing is the Sistine Chapel. Really? I yeah. thought so, because okay. it was just, it was so packed. Like and it, it was, was hot. It was incredible, but... And you hear no photo. It was the most yeah. ironic thing to me that every silence, two minutes please. they had a huge, really loud audio announcement that said mm-hmm. silence, silence so loud. Oh, yeah. Over like a dull murmur of the crowd. I think the favorite, my favorite thing about it was that he, that they, they're like, yeah, he got lazy over time. You can see there's very detailed like panels. And then over, and then at the end of it, there's like three. Oh, we, that's f- funny. We were told the opposite. Like we you were can told see he, he like, started here. He like didn't paint. With time, he was a 
crafted sculpture. his technique and got yeah. so much better. Really? Yes. Yeah, so we we that's really that funny. We'll have to look up what, what really happened. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just make stuff up. Probably. We, didn't they say he like some guy pissed him off, so he painted him in hell at the end? Yeah. Of yeah. It? Well, he yeah. wasn't that the guy that was like you. You can't paint people nude or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, so one he of painted them. him with like oh, yeah. goat horns in the corner with the snake wrapped around him. That was the toughest part of the tour, though, because like I. I feel well. You were seven months doesn't pregnant. Doesn't really move me, like yeah. And Not so we no, and so we're told like you need to stand here for fifteen minutes, and in this crowd of people, it's so hot. There's no bench to sit down and look up at yeah. the ceiling. <laughs> so, I think the Vatican Museum was the most mind-numbing terrible that was hot and stuffy it when was, we walked through it so I what is the vatican museum it's all the art that catholics have stolen over time popes is it's, it just it's the beginning it's how yeah. you need to it's, enter it's to go into all those the hallways, chapel. Yeah, hallways yeah, yeah. Of art. yeah. yeah. Eh, i mean for me that was fine like i didn't mind it except for the sweltering temperature yeah so which, we were 20 degrees cooler than right you guys were right um it was amazing to me just how much wealth the Catholic Church has stolen. Yeah. You go in, they're like, oh, this is a Greek statue that... Safekeeping. Uh, yeah, air quotes, <laughs> was donated here for <laughs> safekeeping. Like in the year, you know, 580, or not that early, but point being, no, it wasn't donated. You you lifted this and <laughs> took it here. So many like private citizens. There, yeah. was a, there was a one room of just animal statues where like one Pope decided... No, no, we didn't even get to go in there. I like animals. He went around <laughs> the, you know, the, the town or the city like, yeah, I like that one. Like, let's add that to the museum, which I think at the time was like the yeah. Pope's apartments. So, Could you imagine being like a tour guide? Because they just talk the whole time. Like, Our Lady just went off and nobody asked her any questions. She just had really? to talk for like two hours. It's interesting because sometimes <laughs> like you're walking too. So they're just like walking straight ahead, yeah. not looking at the people they're talking to. It no. must be very interesting. Did you have like the headphones that you yeah. wore? For that, that one we did, yeah. Spoke into mm-hmm. it. Did you have to follow your tour guide's umbrella on a yeah, stick? What yes. <laughs> she just had like a bottle of water. Hers was like uh, our tour guide had like a little tutu that was scrunched oh, up okay yeah. it was like a pink Ours tutu had like a blue fold-up umbrella that she didn't unfold but you know it was just oh no she had a she had a selfie stick oh. and then she like taped yeah a tutu at the top i would say steve was only the second sweatiest person on our <laughs> tour really yeah so there was one man uh, that, oh, in our tour group? Yeah. Yeah. He was like Stevie level of oh, wow. shirt see-through. He had two kids. Sweat. And, and they had they they ducked out early. They were like, nope. But <laughs> he but he was so he was laughing the whole time. His wife was like, Oh my god, you need it. He's like, No, this is great. This is like a sauna. He was trying to play it off like yeah. he loved sweating and his ass through, off. He died. Yeah, right. They had two kids. I'm sure the kids were now. Did you guys get in to go into St. Peter's Basilica? While we you were did. There? It's we not did. always open. And that was really cool, cool right? but like it would have been, you just can't feel it when there's so many people around no. and everything's blocked yeah. off. It blew my mind a little bit, though, that like the text is six feet tall up top. Yeah. I, was, I was having yeah. some trouble. Cool. Yeah, it's really like, good that all our tour guides had the same <laughs> tidbits of information yeah. to share. The, the wingspan of whatever bird oh, or whatever right, was right. like... <laughs> 30 they, feet they, or something crazy. Yeah, they, she pointed at the altar in the center of, you know, where the altar goes in the so church. Like 15 stories like high. The top of that altar is like a 13-story building. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? It's halfway to the ceiling of this church. Like, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's my mind a little bit. Yeah, for yeah, anyone that who hasn't been, cool. just the, yeah, the scope it, of that the building The scope is... Yeah. 
profoundly yeah. amazing. Uh, but what I did find weird was they had they marked off the size of like other uh, cathedrals. Really? Like, you didn't see this part. You didn't? No. On the, so on the ground, oh. it would be like, so... Like St. Uh, is it Patrick's in New York? Or yeah, yeah, it would be like St. Patrick's and it would be like, this is how how deep into this church like it goes or whatever that's like, funny that so they're throwing boasting some about shade. So they're like, look at how many how much not only do we have all these huge buildings but this this is the biggest um but yeah uh the creepy thing they had like some like a pope's dead body that was like embalmed oh, yeah. for people to go yeah, and look it, at it looked like a bronze statue because his skin was just completely well the color of like oiled bronze i mean it was a dark brown yeah. Yeah. I know was, exactly what you're talking about. It was weird. There was some famous stuff, wasn't there? That one where the statue got hit with a hammer. Like Pieta. Yeah, like uh, someone came, came and in. hit it and yeah. then that's what Michelangelo's I mean, yeah. it was behind, behind glass. Yeah. I was like, okay, I recognize some of this stuff, and that's about the most I could do with art. We appreciate I recognize art. some yeah. of this stuff. This is good. <laughs> so one thing I will say about the Sistine Chapel and about other works of art in there in general. I definitely came away impressed by Michelangelo. Like, for him to have not even been a painter, and he hates painting, and the Pope's like, hey, decorate this room, and today it's, like, arguably the most famous work of art in the world. Like, that that's pretty cool. I Built really his liked, own scaffolding. Yeah. Raised that. his arms above his head to work on it. Like, I don't know if you how often you change a light bulb, and you're, after a minute, yeah. like, my arms are heavy. Like, I can't imagine painting. I liked that he went back to Florence for two weeks and the Pope was like, hey, Raphael, come see what's going on here. And Raphael was like, oh, oh this shit, is way better than what I'm doing. <laughs> and then he just started changing his style. I like that. I like the subtext of yeah. like artist rivalries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a massive achievement, like no matter how you slice it. Um, and, and the art itself wasn't the disappointing thing for me. It was just the fact that the way I felt there, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of miserable. I'm not. I don't feel attached to this in any way. No. It feels kind of dirty that this sacred place is... And I, I'm a tourist, so I can't sure. really speak but to it, but it's like, it just feels weird. Right, no. if this is so religious, like, why are you pimping it out to everyone yeah, exactly. to see, sort yeah. of? Like, is it that important to you if yeah. you're, you know, you're selling it to people for, like, 15 bucks a pop? Right. We, we went in a lot of churches, and I'm not a religious person either, but we went in a lot of churches in Italy... And I felt nothing, you know, in any of them, historical, religious, otherwise, where I was like, oh, it's so cool that I'm here. It was more just, hey, those are cool paintings and statues, yeah. really. Like, So I felt like the Colosseum kind of gave you some yeah. scale of it's like, it's cool yeah, that, that was, I'm here. Yeah, that That's where I got cool. the feeling yeah. I wanted at the Vatican. I will right. agree. that yeah. of, the, of the two general things to do in Rome if you want to lump them as like Catholic Rome and ancient Rome, I thought ancient Rome was cooler. Definitely. I, uh, the weirdest thing for me is just seeing it. Like it's, it's downtown Rome, essentially. Like they've built this city around these things. So you're seeing the Colosseum, like you just turn down a random street and there it is at the end of the block. And you're like, wow, like this has been a city. Yeah like a functioning city for thousands of years. Yeah, it's crazy to think that there were that many people to fill that stadium too, you know? Because yeah, you 50, think of 000. America, the early 
I mean, in the 1700s, there were like not many people at right. all. We see a and, building here from like 1850s. Like, damn, that's an old building. Yeah. yeah. So I, did, I thought it was cool that it was all free. Like they just yeah. let everyone in. They fed everyone. Like it was like something yeah. that they if would you do. One of the to... people getting murdered inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that part was horrifying. But also, it was built really pretty quickly. I thought I eight thought, years. Yeah. We were told. And that's which is crazy yeah. for how big it is, and you know. It was all I'm physical. Super impressed. It's still there. El- elbow <laughs> grease. Did you guys go underneath it in your tour? No. Yeah. No. Like downstairs. So I'm trying we, to remember, like we could see downstairs. Yeah. I'm not sure we went downstairs. We we bought no. a, a tour. We took that a, a special to one because Steve was all into history. And it was. I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, it was no. crazy to see. So they've got these like arches. It's held up by these square arches that, that just have blocks wedged in, oh. and it's just all like. And our tour guide was telling us, "This is, you know, he might have been bullshitting or spinning it or whatever." Uh, seismologists yeah. have said that this is the safest place to be in all of Rome during an earthquake. It's like under these archways that were constructed two thousand years crazy. ago. Like, I don't buy that for a second, but yeah. at the same time. Damn, these guys had their engineering down pat yeah. 2,000 years ago. There's some things we really haven't improved upon that much. Even the, the Colosseum yeah. itself, it had a retractable roof. Yeah. Uh, what else did it have, Marissa? They the, did say they like were able to get everyone out in like 20 minutes. Yeah. Which you think about like could, stadiums could today. In wow. Like <laughs> wow. Granted, no security checks or parking lots probably. But Super like, efficient. Um, yeah. Events lasted all day. Uh, free lunch. Half yeah, free lunch, like, yeah. wine, and bread. Feed everyone in the yeah. crowd. Uh, imagine if they did that today. I know. Yeah, I would eat so much. <laughs> One part I thought was cool too was when they decided that some of their um, fighters were getting popular, so they decided to make them kind of characters, and then they would choose who won. It like reminded me of WWE, like that this kind of happened yeah. way long before. <laughs> well, it, it was sort of like. They fixed a lot of fights. It yeah, yeah. that's because the, they were got popular, so they didn't want those people killed off. So they would. So that's the make gist them. I got too. And then I asked our tour guide, like, so were they were they fixed? He was like, Oh no, they had too much honor for that. I was like, That's really Our tour guide was very uh, emphatic in that they did fix fights, yeah. and that the most popular guys. Like there were a lot of fights where no one died because yeah. you know, like as you had like you know famous gladiator versus famous gladiator like you're not going to agree to go down in a fight if it means you die right. so it'd be like impossible to fix a fight well beyond. that's what they said they like never killed the gladiators they only like tried to injure them because they were they're very well trained 20 year yeah. professionals yeah. And, like, so I didn't know this even though I had been on a tour of the Coliseum six years ago gladiators were like kind of hefty guys they weren't like this Russell Crowe oh, slim. Well, they're like, Russell Crowe now, not Russell Crowe then. I don't know what Russell Crowe now looks like. Yeah. He's a Russell hefty guy. Because they said that was like, they, they're like just these two minute fights. They just gave them like yeah, red no meat every day to get them like super bulked up. And then. The, so it is professional wrestling. Yeah. 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 And like they it's, wanted them. It's all, a Triple H Undertaker match as opposed to. A well, like they wanted match. all the yeah. blows to just be superficial. So there was like a lot of blood, but didn't actually kill them. They said uh. the fit guys were the ones that fit, fought the animals. Yeah, that's that's the story we were given. Oh, yeah. We were learning about like the tigers they brought in and yeah. stuff that were super expensive because there was only like five in existence of right. that kind. And then they would like kill them for fun. I don't know. 
It's it, the whole up. thing seems fucked up. But I guess it, if yeah, you don't have up. movies and you're illiterate, and you like your only source of entertainment is like, holy shit, look at that rabid hyena just ripping this guy's nuts off. Like yeah. that must have been hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious even now. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the two big places we went in Rome. Yeah, and, and the Colosseum was obviously better. Yeah, the Colosseum was next to the yeah. Forum. Yeah, the Forum was cool. The Forum, we wished we had a tour or something because we were just looking around and we didn't really know what we were looking at. So they like they... pointed out some of the major buildings to us. I didn't know that like the Palatine Hill was just this giant palace. Like, uh-huh. I guess what I got out of Italy is like everyone when they were super rich just built these giant palaces, churches. Yeah. What were like, you gonna do? Buy a fancy car? I just it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's huge. It was. And it was, I was definitely thankful we had tour guides and like we had one of those Rick Steves books with us when we mm-hmm. could just read, you know, in other places where we didn't have official tour guides, we could just read about like which of the 18,000 paintings in this building are worth seeing. Yeah. Be like, oh, he highlights these three. Let's go take a look. Yeah. I thought that was cool. You could piggyback on some tour guides sometimes. I felt a little dirty doing it, but I was like, oh, I'm going to listen yeah. in on this person. That- <laughs> other, um, other random things in Rome you walked around and saw? Did you guys, Keith, you mentioned the Trevi Fountain? Trevi Fountain um, was awesome. We saw it at night. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Is, did you, so I barely remember this story, but it seems like, uh, like a Pope made it because he felt like that he just needed, he like, they had a different fountain and he just decided that it wasn't grand enough for God or something and then spent like years in like... Sounds about a, right. M- equivalent to millions of dollars to rebuild this fountain and, you know, and now I guess people throw so many pennies in it that it, it's like a money-making proposition oh, really? just by That's collecting funny. all the... Well, not pennies, whatever. Euros. Yeah, euros. Yeah. But I don't know. It's beautiful. It was, it was cool looking. Nice. It was Spanish steps, terrible. I'm like super, I think it's super cool though that all of these um, famous fashion brands are paying to restore the monuments. Oh, they I just are? Think, yeah, so oh. like Bul- Bulgari is doing the Spanish steps and the shoe company did the Coliseum Which and like uh, Tom, something. It's like not Tom's. He, he not, but he told yeah, us. I just oh, forget the name. You're right. It was some like. Op- Tom's just gives kids in Africa. <laughs> yeah, I think like <laughs> Chanel, I know she's not Italian, but I guess she has a connection with Italy, did like the Trevi Fountain a few years ago. Oh. So I think it's like kind of cool that like yeah. current culture is like contributing because they're super yeah. rich. And yeah. um, we walked around some neighborhoods, Trastevere and the Jewish ghetto, just to get a feel for some of like yeah. and those, less touristy parts. Those um, weren't highlights for me, but you're right. It was they, cool to walk I was like right. walking around the cities uh, and like yeah. experiencing them. There's one thing I need to talk about. What? The driving, oh my god! They are the worst drivers in the world. They, I, I felt like I almost got hit every single time I stepped on the road. Yeah, um, I feel like the rule in Italy was in Rome, especially you can walk or drive anywhere. <laughs> yep, like and you don't need to use a crosswalk. There are no crosswalks, and it's uh, the crosswalks are games of chicken, right. At all times, um, cars. If you give them an inch, they are going to drive in front of you, and it's your job to stop. Um, they'll park uh, perpendicular to any side of the street. The parking jobs yeah, were like, amazing. Like in the middle yeah. of it, it was ridiculous. Yeah, they'll park in like a uh, median. Like we, <laughs> we, my favorite was we saw a smart car, like a Fiat, just <laughs> parked 
in a parallel parking spot perpendicular yeah, to it. Yeah. So yeah. Just the ass of the car hanging out in the street by two feet. Yeah. yeah imagine or getting home every day and having to figure out like some little place to park. Cause we went, we drove through some of the residential neighborhoods and they just were like, Oh yeah, they just park wherever there's no yeah. actual spots. It was crazy. Like before we went, I said, Marissa, are you sure we don't want to rent a car? Like we're going to rely on these Italian trains to get around. I'm so glad we didn't. Rent yeah, it. My, my family and I rented one last time we were there, Ooh. and it was Stressful. terrifying. Getting yeah. out of Rome was terrible, and driving on the Amalfi Coast was horrifying. Because oh, yeah. they don't have lanes essentially. No. No. Like there are no. lines, but they like, don't. We're from Boston. Lines. Like yeah. we grew up being fairly aggressive drivers, and oh, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> one other um, just thing in Rome that I thought was pretty cool was the Pantheon. Oh yeah, you it was mentioned cool. like rounding a corner, and like there's the Colosseum. The Pantheon was exactly like that to me, where there's so many little things in Rome, mm-hmm. too, like little statues and fountains and other things yeah. that just kind of pop up. You have no idea. Is this from 1800, 1500? Yeah. You know, the year 80? Like, it could be any of those. The Pantheon, we just we, literally like two I'm blocks sorry. away from our hotel, it was, hey, there's the Pantheon. Let's go inside. Oh, my God, this building's beautiful for how crappy it looks from the outside. Yeah. I don't think we ever went there, did we, Keith? We passed by it. We yeah. didn't, um, so I'm sad I, you think it looks crappy from the outside. Not crappy, but <laughs> like old. Yeah. Daniel, here's a picture. You might recognize it. Let's That's see. what it looks it's like. It's like, I guess the dome was like a pretty big architectural oh, yeah. masterpiece. We passed by it. We, we had very limited time, so yeah. we didn't really get a chance to look into it. You guys, I would highly recommend you go back. Rome is the least charming town in Italy. Yeah, yeah seeing all your pictures. I know Danielle's been, so yeah. Yeah. she's got to take uh, you, we'll, Keith. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll show you, uh, Florence and Venice. Yeah, will and you watch Nora? When yeah, we go? sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think it might be time to change the subject okay. All right, to Marissa. Well, we were just in Italy, and I want to talk about the food, because that's what I go on vacation for. Yeah, I spend yeah. a lot of time researching food beforehand, and where to go to eat, and what, what to eat. Sites. And yeah, because I, I love eating. And, you know, on the beginning of the day, so we stayed at hotels and all the places. And I just wanted to first comment on the breakfast buffets, Italian style, because oh, yeah. I found them Italian like a little interesting. So your breakfast in Italy is like some sliced bread with some meat and yep. cheese <laughs> yep. or like an excessive amount of pastries and cakes. Um and espresso. Um and yogurts. And yes. Yeah. In glass little cups for us wow yeah. was your were your in plastic cups mine were like the kind of yogurt you get at the hampton in here but like but funny flavors Italian, so you have to look at the there was know. like a cereal flavored yogurt i had cereal yeah. yogurt one day wheat yogurt oh weird yeah i was just like uh, i'm here to try new food wheat yogurt that's super t- it's not italian at all i don't know what the hell it was but it was like there was no semblance of this Omelets, scrambled eggs. There were some scrambled eggs at some hotels, but I think that was like half of the people here are Americans. Let's make scrambled eggs. Yeah, I don't think they do eggs because we had eggs at our hotel and they were the worst eggs ever. They were like so runny, like Uh, they just don't know how to make them. And I remember before when I went, they said they don't do eggs. Yeah, they were. I had them one day and they weren't good. Certainly no pancakes, no waffles. Yeah, very different. But like so many pastries. Yes. Like how do they? Yeah. How do they not get and fat? They're so, yeah, they don't do just coffee. I guess cafe, coffee americano cafe. would be yeah. 
would be just coffee. My yeah. favorite breakfast thing when I went a few years ago was I kind of liked having like the bread with like that cream cheese kind of spread mm, yeah. and then an Italian meat on it. I would do that every morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I can't do that here though. Yeah. It's so different. No. Like I really just want a piece of salami I and know. spreadable cheese for breakfast. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Lunch is like kind of not a concept. It's not really a thing. We had streets. So. Yeah. Yeah, you have like pizza or you have, well, actually we went to like, we would get, well, because we were trying to eat as many different things or many pastas as we could, Mm. but when I went before, I feel like in our last trip, we didn't really get the same culinary experience. So we had a lot of catered meals that were just like, they didn't taste good any better than any hotel meal you've ever had around here at like a semi-fancy the hotel. worst one was when we went after the Vatican. That uh, was a weird meal. So we had uh, excursions with her company, and they would do like a you go on this tour, yeah, and then they would provide a meal. And this this shitty restaurant like provided our meal, and then it was just like six types of pasta that were all very similar, uh, all kind of cheese sauce, but not yeah. good. And then they like they brought everyone out like cappuccinos or espresso or whatever and they they were like oh those are two euro after we had all finished them even though the rest of the meal was provided for so i don't know left a bad taste in my mouth for sure my drift we uh we have this this book in italian that i would search out all of these crazy restaurants so we walked like a mile and a half maybe north of the vatican on our 95 plus 100 degree day to get pizza i was the whole i was like marissa this better yeah. be worth it it was so worth it it was the best pizza we had the whole trip oh, i am like good. blown away by tomatoes in italy oh, yeah they're they're so very good. Good. every tomato yeah. is fantastic yeah um, they also sell pizza by the kilogram yeah i had no idea how much it seems yeah they just like you tell them how big you want your slice and then they weigh it so it's a bit of a wild card about how much pizza you're getting round it to the nearest like 50 cents so that's so you're playing a little bit of a game so you might win out you might lose out you might but it was like great but you gotta spend the euros you have yeah but since 0.5 rounds up then they've got like the one right they got like a euro advantage there like a 0.01 euro advantage I guess so. I right? Because it would be... No, you're right. 50 through 100? Well, they might have rounded to the 50 cent, but then your I point would be extended Who to cares? 25 cents and 75. Exactly. You're right. Who cares? Who so cares? with the book in Italian, how did you know which oh, ones to... You would just well, choose one. Well, so it's like a super... like it's the a book game. is The book yeah. was very... like It was all of Italy, so each place only had maybe like 10 to 20 restaurants, and then oh, they had okay. like... So like Venice they had their 10 or Florence, they had their 10 restaurants. And then they also had a whole page or two on tripe because, oh, okay. because tripe is the specialty in Florence. So before yeah. we went Not there, fish. <laughs> yeah, this is important. The fourth cow stomach. Tripe is the fourth stomach of the cow. We Lem- tried it oh. in meatball form. That's a sandwich, but yeah, it was very good. I was, uh, I was huh. surprised. That was the most adventurous I got in Italy yeah. was eating cow stomach. So wow. I like mapped them out on Google octopus. Maps before we went. Oh, so I knew okay. where they were. It was in the salad I had at the wedding. You lied to me. That was before I went to Italy. It was, Keith, yeah. That we recorded that. You lied to me. That one where I said, hang on, I'll find the drop. We have not eaten octopi in a number of years. Keith. <laughs> That's no longer true. You're I, such I a fucking liar. The other day. Best meal in Italy, Marissa. What was it? Caccio e pepe. What does that mean? Uh, oh, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Noodles, 
with penis sauce. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get it was a delicious it. penis sauce. Isn't that what Pepe means? I don't no. I think it might mean pepper. I'm yeah. not cheese sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, pepper, it's cheese it and pasta. pepper and starch water and it was like the best homemade pasta we had. Oh. It was like a real thick curly like and spaghetti. And the waiter was so rude when we didn't this want This was our first night yeah. not in the Amalfi Coast and we were like frowned we were, we upon for not speaking Italian. We were frowned upon without a reservation. We were oh, frowned no. upon for not getting a second course or an antipasto, even though they told us we had to be out by 8.45 because we were sitting at someone's table. Weird. It was all very confusing. And then we had the best pasta dish we had had in the entire trip. So it was worth it. But I didn't feel, I felt the most uncomfortable. How about you, Danielle? What was your favorite dish you had in Italy? I'm going to go back to my first trip there. I had just okay. like... A dish Sorry, of lasagna, and it mm. was just like the most delicious lasagna I've ever had. It was just like baked with all this nice red sauce, mm. and I think that was I probably... love lasagna. So, yeah. um, can I go now? Yeah, you can yeah. go now. Um, so, I can't... I think it's unfair not to mention the fact that it's a white pizza was my favorite meal I had. Wow. I, did what? I, did, I didn't want to say it. No, that's no. I, I was like going to mention you're losing a lot of credibility. I right was going to no. mention the pasta we had at um no, what oh, did we have? the winery. That was at the really wi- good we went pasta. to a winery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had amazing pasta. We had an amazing like short rib. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, short rib was great there. But the best pizza I had there was a white pizza. It was essentially just cheese, salami and like I don't know, garlicky sauce. Hot peppers or yeah, something. hot peppers too. Um, but at the end of the day, it still was unimpressed overall by Italian pizza. Like I, I thought it was going to be way better than it was. Yeah. I, so we had to go really out of our way, and like as a whole, it wasn't great. Yeah, and even that pizza, which was great, was like okay. It was very different from say Antonio's pizza or auto or whatever but for me it was like this is comparable to if we had this back home i would love this pizza but i wouldn't put it above all the other yeah. pizza we have at home so so where where that one pizza place we went to that tim wouldn't go to was that in medford melrose yeah. melrose whatever yeah. i don't yeah. know anything. that was great pizza that was really that good. was better than like anything i had in italy except maybe this pizza that i really wow, well, yeah. that's why i kind of feel like it's so touristy now that like they can get away with selling anything and like yeah. people are just like italy pizza oh, oh my god yeah. i think so it might have been my uncle said like anyone who's said you know you can't find a bad meal in italy is either a dumbass or lying all right you've convinced me i choose the winery meal with short ribs and like yeah awesome that actually pasta. was really good so mine was probably either the cacio Sorry. e pepe marissa's talking Gotta pick about something else i know or cockroachy penis not cockroachy penis the night we had um tripe tripe meatballs gross i had no they were good no good. they were they were honestly good um i had this veal cheek it wasn't veal even cheek. Was yeah, it? it was veal it cheek. Was so it was good. Really veal good. cheek. We were fucking we monsters. We were. <laughs> it was baby cow cheek. It was so. Nora, tender. don't listen to this. <laughs> Nora, I would never do that to you. The Italians might if you were a cow, but you're a person. Anyway, yeah, she's an adorable person. She's Steve. adorable. She is. Do you remember though what it was like when she came into the world? <laughs> <laughs> That sound is going to give me nightmares. (laughs) So I'm going to be really sad. There are not like in Italy, there are bakeries and pastry shops like 
a delicious one on every block. And I'm going to be sad about that not being a thing anymore. I know. Because I love pastries. <laughs> I loved the gelato. Like, was, that was my oh, thing. Oh, man. We had it you. every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, you have to, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There what was, was your favorite flavor? There was, I liked hazelnut. They had an... What'd they have? Um, a bounty flavor. Bounty is like a European mound bar. Oh. So it was like coconut and chocolate. But there was also like a caramel one. Caramel, however you want to say it. I forget. Uh, they were also fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I had a cinnamon one. That Ooh. was really good. I loved the cinnamon one. I loved one. the cinnamon one. We went to the back to the same place three straight nights in Rome because yeah. it was and, so good. And also we went to the same place in Florence three straight nights. It was a chain we later found out. But a good one. But yeah. We did find matter. out it was a good one. It was one. so yeah. good. I, we went to a few different ones and I was never disappointed. Yeah. No. I was not disappointed, but there were like two we had where I said, okay, that wasn't very good. We went to one of our day trips into Tuscany. Um, that's small town of San Gimignano. San, San Gimignano. Gimignano. Yeah. Words. Our tour guide said we could call it Sanji. Sanji, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Sorry. they have the world's best gelato. Like oh. they win the competitions, and so I got a blackberry and lavender flavor, and a raspberry and rosemary oh. flavor, and they were like cool. they won the competitions because they're doing weird. A shit bit like creative, yeah. you know, yeah. but they were. Very I didn't know they were such hipsters. Huh. Yeah. Right? Oh, totally. Just add some. They had a blue cheese, blue cheese and oh. walnut. They didn't have it. We were told that they used to. What was there? I, there was like an olive and... It was olive and cheese. There were weird flavors. flavors. Yeah, that is yeah. kind of weird. Gross. Yeah, I didn't I get it. I like, I like how you can get like two flavors too. Like yeah. getting two, like the three. chocolate and hazelnut yeah. together. Like, it's expected. You know they kind of look at you funny if you yeah. want two scoops of the same. It stressed <laughs> me out a little because I was like... I On the one hand, I want to pick just three flavors I want to try, but... I yeah. need to make sure they marry well. Yes, you do. And it was, yeah, yeah, some it of them difficult. You can't necessarily go by color there either. No. Like there's some names, and you eat it, and you're like, "This is not what I was expecting <laughs> at all." And no, this doesn't pair with pear at all. That happened to me. Remember, and then I said I didn't want it, and then you got like um, embarrassed about that. Uh, you're always embarrassing me because I picked the wrong one accidentally, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, this is not what I wanted," and I. Uh, my favorite gelato flavor was something called, it translated to the flower of milk. or Froggy latte. It was Floria latte or something. Yeah. I think it's pronounced milk of the poppy. Milk of the poppy. Mm. Oh. M- milk of magnesium. It was so good. <laughs> no, this was, it was weird. It was a solid white color and it was, this will sound dumb. It tasted like fresh milk. And I know like, yeah, oh yeah Steve, it's ice cream dumbass like of course it's gonna taste like milk no this was just straight up like milk flavored milk ice cream it was so good huh. it was once i discovered it i stopped getting other flavors wow this was happened it like sweeter towards than the end of regular milk yes okay. a little bit but not too but much not like overpowered yeah. so i got a mint version of that and it yeah. was very refreshing oh. oh i discovered in italy why people like ice cream cones Oh, this was a bad okay. A moment where it was like this sounds like a good way to end this topic. Yeah, this Hit was us a, up a classic. Marissa well, I moment. haven't. I never eat ice cream cones. I'm like, if you're gonna get ice cream, it's so difficult to eat. They melt. Mm. You're there for the ice cream. Why would you get an ice cream cone? And I tried Steve's. They taste really good. They do, and they go very good with the ice cream. Yeah. Blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> she got a cone on day seven or eight, 
after getting nothing but cups for six days, she's like, fine, I'll get a cone. She's licking it off the top of the cone like, see, I don't like this. This is harder than using a spoon. It's like, Marissa, get to the cone. Eat the cone. That's the perk. goes back to the story when I got ice cream all over Keith's parents' car because I had to get the cone. Because cones are good, Marissa. Cones are good. I got it. Cones are good. I have one closing thought. Please. They don't, I don't think they eat any vegetables in Italy. I know. That's a good point. Except we, like we peas didn't eat randomly. any vegetables yeah. the entire like time we were there. Potatoes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they're healthy. Tomatoes, I yeah, guess. Like there's a caprese no, salad, but and like bell which peppers. is just mostly cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a lovely country. Carbs and yeah. cheese. I'm all for it. Meat, carbs, cheese, and veal cheek. Wine, if you're into that. All right. Oh yeah. No more veal cheek. That's grossing it was me out. So good. No, really I'm good. so grossed out that I think it's time to change the subject. All right, Danielle, you get to close this out. Wow. You know, as the the mother of my child, I'm giving you this honor as only the host can do. Thank you. Wow. So, um, as we're recording this, we're it's like is it July third or is it July second? The second right now? is the second okay. at the moment. So you really now I have to post this soon because if I post this in three no, weeks, no, it doesn't now. matter. But um, July 4th is two days away, but um, of course, everybody's celebrations have already started because people... July 4th weekend. Yeah, people celebrate July 4th for the whole weekend. Um, I I, I actually, it's funny, I'm bringing this up, but I do love July 4th. Like, I have great memories of it um, in terms of going up to Maine. We would go to, like, a parade. We'd see fireworks. Like, it, it was, it's a nice... It was always a nice weekend, but I'm finding like with social media and everything that people are just a little overly obsessed with July 4th now. Mm. Um, like the whole America thing and, you know, people have got like outfits for every day of the weekend instead of just their July 4th outfit. I forgot and, my flag bikini. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you go and you buy your like your bathing suit to like match the flag and there's all this like fake american pride there's yeah there's a lot of <laughs> like over the top intentional ironic clothing i'm seeing like sleeveless you know american flag t-shirts with bald eagles on motorcycles and uzis yeah say, like america <laughs> fuck yeah or something like I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, and are these people really patriotic, or is it just no, now that it's a drinking weekend? There, <laughs> like, like yeah, it does it change their enjoyment said, of it? Do they get more enjoyment because they get to dress up? Yeah, I don't know. So I just wasn't sure. You guys, to me, that's it's going a little bit too far. And I know there's other holidays too that are overrated. So I wasn't sure what. What holidays do you guys think are most overrated? Ooh, this is a dangerous question. It really is. Um, Danielle, so are you saying that July 4th is the most overrated? I don't know, because it's hard because I do like July 4th, but I find other people's interpretations of it are overrated. Okay. I All hear right. that, yeah. <laughs> right, because like, we're from I like the fireworks. Yeah, and, and like going to Maine and New yeah. Hampshire and, you know, enjoying yeah. a lazy weekend. Shirts that say back-to-back World War champs. And it was... Those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fun as a kid, too, with all the like sparklers and stuff. On men. It's just the people that have turned it into like a weekend of drinking and just like well, that's every yelling holiday. out America and being yeah. stupid it's excessive yeah right. marissa aren't you, you glad to celebrate it now that we're back from two weeks in italy <laughs> america fuck, fuck yeah. yeah 
All right, Marissa, do you have a most overrated holiday? I do. I have two. I'll pick one of them. Save one for Keith. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wrote down a list. I need to go last. Okay. okay. So mine is New Year's <laughs> Eve. New Year's Eve. I think it's dumb. Yeah. One, it's not a holiday. It's just the last day of the year. You don't like <laughs> it because you're always passed out. That's part of it. So I feel like... Marissa's one drinking day a year. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of pressure to go to a party on New Year's Eve. It is. I hate it. Like, if you don't drink on New Year's Eve, it's like, well, that's boring. What are you doing? It's like this party holiday now, and it bothers me because I don't like the pressure of it. Like, I just want to hang out. Sometimes I want to drink excessively, and sometimes I don't. I have yeah. some great New Year's Eve memories, I, though. I know. Most of them with you. But it's so forced. Like, why does that have to be New Year's? No, I no. agree. No, I think... So, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, one year I remember spending it in Boston, and we were having fun at, like, my friend's place, but there was this mm. pressure that we needed to be at a bar when they said... Yeah. Ha- when the clock struck 12. So we're, like, yeah. spending all this time trying to get into a bar. Pay $50, and they, probably. Yeah, they To get packed you, in, like, a Patriot. Yeah, so sardine. that we can see the clock turn 12 at a loud, like gross bar i quite enjoy it we generally as a group will have some like casual low-key you know party at someone's house which i appreciate i just like when i tell people there everyone's like what are your plans for new year's eve where are you going are you going out what are you wearing do you have your dress and i'm like yeah i think i'm gonna wear my my flannel pants i might might wear um we had pooty Pooty i might wear pooty wear (laughs) for new year's come up on the podcast um yeah so i guess i just feel like there's too much it's kind of along the same people put too much hype around it that yeah. like July 4th the same. Well, so, yes, that's like, what overrated Yeah, is. I guess because like, I don't mind S- celebrating S- New Year's Eve. I just don't like all that goes, No, it's the, the same people though that need to be seen somewhere. They need to be seen in their 4th of July yeah. attire. They need to be seen in their like fancy Dresses New Year's at Eve the dress. bars. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for me, I think New Year's Eve is the only holiday in which it makes sense to drink excessively. Like, you know because it's the end of the year it's the end of the year <laughs> you July, start over June, next year i'll be better yeah january <laughs> 1st you're starting your resolutions december 31st you're trying to get drunk and make out with someone mm. yeah. it, it's a good holiday a lot of good things have happened because of that holiday you i think have enjoyed a lot of uh new year's the ones Eve, i remember Marissa. yes i think you have in in i, I love think new year's Eve. if you go down mm. if you look deep in your heart you'll realize it's actually your favorite holiday wow (laughs) my favorite holiday i'm pretty sure oh wow that's a whole nother top maybe once you guys go around i'll I'll give you some of my runners up for (laughs) terrible holidays (laughs) the other nice part about new year's eve is that it usually well always comes only a week after christmas Mm -hmm. so it usually comes still on winter break of some sort i know not everyone can take time off but but everyone gets January 1st off. Right. Most people. And that's why you get drunk on the 31st. Right. True. So, I don't know. To me, it it almost gets folded in with Christmas time. It's distinct yeah. from Christmas, no question. It's part of it's, the holiday season. Yeah. And yes. winter's just here. You're not sick to death of it yet. My overrated holiday comes in the heart of winter. Oh. And I feel like a stereotype. 
saying this. <laughs> Fucking stereotype. It's Valentine's yeah. Day. That was on my list yeah. too. Absolutely the most overrated. Maybe it it's is. not even overrated because maybe everyone universally loathes Are it. we a bunch of cynics here? No. No, no it's a lot of pressure there it's right? so much It's pressure. all about like the if, hype. If you have no one on Valentine's Day, you are depressed. Yeah. If you are in a brand new relationship, there is so much pressure to do something fun and new and cool and romantic. Spend a bunch of money on a dinner that's not as good as it would be any of the other days of the year. If you're in like a stale old marriage, like, you know, super stale. Oh my God. Like, get me out of here. Yeah, it's like, why did we just spend $200 on iffy dinner? Uh, Like, what are we doing? Well, so there's so much pressure that Steve Berdomsky dumped Cheryl Cussin in eighth grade just so we didn't have to celebrate Valentine's there Day. There you go. Her. That's a that's I a, got dumped on not, New Year's Eve by Kyle Slattery. Maybe that, that was it. That explains so much, Marissa. Was it because he wanted to hook up with someone else that day? He probably wanted to start his New Year without me. Oh. <laughs> he was like, I gotta get rid of this This is my girl. New Year's resolution <laughs> to <laughs> dump Marissa. Oh. And as a Sorry. married couple, too, like, they're, everybody's like, so what did you... Like, people yeah. in, like, newer relationships are like, what did you do for... Like Valentine's Day, and it's like, oh, we ordered like takeout and just spent a nice night together. Netflix and Thai and food, like, thanks. Oh. <laughs> even our the most recent Valentine's Day. I don't remember what no, we did. I will I explain either. it. You will go, oh, that was bad. I was stressing out over a midterm I had, completely unnecessarily. But wasn't this our anniversary? No, this was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Marissa decides she's going to spend the day, the day, did. baking making food. I made us yeah. all the meals. And she is just slaving away in the kitchen. <laughs> this is all Voluntarily. Her idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Entirely her idea. Yeah. I like cooking and, and I'm just studying. And like four separate times that day, I'm told, okay, come on back into the kitchen. We're eating this now. And I had, <laughs> you know, when you get test stress, you just have no appetite. The night ended with beef wellington, was so which was good. so good. And I felt so bad because I could have like yeah. a third of we it. We wanted to she die. She spent two and a half hours it making it. It was very difficult. <laughs> it was also around here in the greater Boston area, record-breakingly cold oh, yeah. this past Valentine's oh, Day. Yeah. It, was it was like, like minus, minus six, yeah, minus 20 wind chill. I, Valentine's Day just sucks. The year before that, <laughs> yeah. there was a snowstorm on Valentine's Day, Marissa. Do you remember How that? How romantic. You get snowed in. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> what a pain in the ass. You have to clear off your driveway and all that. I just want to eat food. It's the middle of February. Yeah. I guess it's a reason to like keep going if that's what's going to get you through February. But I don't know, Keith. What are you? What is your? Least well, favorite? before we transition to mine, I just wanted to say uh, the worst Valentine's Day Danielle and I ever had was when I had a uh, a migraine. Oh, oh. oh yeah, this was this year, I think. No, oh, I'm oh, talking no, about before, we were at yeah. your parents' house, so it was probably. Um, Parents know. for Valentine's Day. Um, yeah. I had a migraine, uh, and we had dinner plans, but instead we ate frozen pizza and watched Moneyball while I <laughs> had like a cold washcloth on my head. <laughs> so that I sounds awesome. That. I'm okay with it's that. It's a horrible yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day, but that's a great weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, my most overrated holiday. I've got a list of a few that I'm going to choose. It's definitely the one that's really only celebrated here. Like St. Patrick's Day. Oh, another You guys are oh. ridiculous. Yep. You're like, oh, I'm going to dress in green. Who are and you get talking about? Who is you guys? Yeah, <laughs> the collective 
Boston? collective uh, Massachusetts population. The day that everybody's Irish. Yeah. For no, for they're two like, straight weekends. No matter it could it could fall on a Saturday right. and they'll still celebrate it the next weekend as it's well. Bad. And it's like everyone gets pissed drunk, is wearing green, prevents me from getting to the fucking aquarium. Yep. Like yep. college um, kids riot. It's it, the same Fourth of July people. They have their they have their um, yeah, but it's shittier because instead of just Irish outfits. getting drunk in the sun, they're getting drunk in like a slushy snowbank and pretending they're Irish. As a kid, I loved it because I loved wearing like green boxers, and then when someone yeah. pinched me, I would pinch them back twice because, <laughs> sorry, dude, I'm wearing green. Uh, but as an adult, I just have no patience for it. The only yeah. redeeming quality I think it has is I feel like I can make a lot of mint and chocolate things on St. Patrick's Day because the green lends itself well to it. Soda, what is it? Soda bread? Is that? Soda bread. Soda bread's fine. In terms of bread, it's Corned beef and hash is also not very good. I love the sodium content. Corned beef and cabbage, whatever. Right, the cabbage is Corned beef, brisket. Corned beef hash is pretty good. Yeah. Cabbage is horrible. Um... Just it doesn't do a lot for me. I'm not getting presents, you know. Who cares? No, you've got. That's a great point. I forget it as a holiday because it's so yeah. terrible. Yeah, and it's it's right after Valentine's Day. Yep. So we've been New Year's Eve. <laughs> We're really going so down any the holiday line. that takes place yeah. um, before Easter's not that August. great. <laughs> well, Easter at least is not like a huge. I feel like I just hate any holiday that's become like a reason to like drink a ton and like be stupid yeah. Easter I you don't so I, I have a nomination like for that bro. one <laughs> Halloween oh yeah, don't ruin I'm Halloween. gonna do it I'm, I do I'm like ruining Halloween. it <laughs> I Danielle met on as Halloween. ketchup and mustard and Kesha <laughs> no Kesha 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 and mustard Kesha and ketchup I just so I'm not creative. I hate coming up with a costume. Okay. <laughs> Collective. What's our what's our group costume? This is good. Be? If someone we else decides for me, always fail to do these. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm being a cynic, but like we've had so many ideas throughout the years. Yeah. They never come to fruition. You well, have to start it early, I think, because yeah. otherwise it's. I was watching now. Randy yeah. Savage, and I fucking nailed it. No, that one was really. We can was. do oh, it. You were. That was an incredible. We've all had great individual costumes. Have we? Don't don't bring down Macho Man. I was going to say, I feel like yeah, it was on a different level there. Did you see my Ron Swanson? It was good, yeah. but just you, because you have a mustache doesn't like, mean you're. That on the was next like you level. were born on third, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I hear, yeah, and you think you hit a triple, like, like that's what that is, because you just you had to cut, you just have a mustache, and you're like. Combed your hair slightly differently. I bought like a four dollar <laughs> red sweater for that. Yeah, I put like hundreds of dollars into my Macho Man. It was costume. really good. It's like the proudest well, thing of his I think life. Every I think mean, the Jurassic Mario Kart Park tournament. one was great too. Ooh, yes, the Mario Kart tournament. I think on everyone's bucket list should be winning a costume contest. Wow. Oh man. I think everyone should do it. Never gonna complete my bucket <laughs> list. I think we should shelve like Halloween costumes. Yeah, That's we'll shelve great... that. We'll decide what we're going yeah. for. Yeah. Going as some other day. And you guys can incorporate. We've got to dress up a, Nora this year. You have a year. prop now yeah. for the next several years when we you do. make a family costume. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween will kind of be fun again because they'll be like trick or treating and stuff. Yeah, Marissa, oh. f you. This, Halloween <laughs> is not on this so, list. So both of my holidays yeah. are bad. I only like Christmas and Thanksgiving. <laughs> You don't like your birthday? I love my birthday. But so I don't can, I don't feel like that's a, a, a 
national Can, can I read my short list for most overrated holidays? Yes, sure. yes, you can. There's four of them. Okay. St. Patrick's Day. Fine. Thanksgiving. Ooh. Easter. I used to agree with no. you. Easter. No, I don't think and, Easter's overrated. And I don't think people really. Marissa's birthday. Wow. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. True. Very overrated. Oh, no. Just like St. Patrick's Day. That's true. But everybody's one of those Mexican holidays. But there's more cultural appropriation going on. No, yeah. you're right. I do have uh, a terrible just, birthday. Just to be clear, I wasn't talking about Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> he was actually <laughs> talking about my birthday. Just Marissa's birthday. <laughs> I feel like we make too big of a deal of it. Uh, actually, no. Your birthday seems to be the only time where we. Uh, do stuff usually I know. which i like yeah although steve we have a, a, a holiday party and a birthday party for years and sometimes a halo party yeah but then it's usually like also danielle's party. and that's okay all right I had a joint birthday with stevie this year yeah you did how was sharing your birthday with stevie i mean it's fine in your name we had it after his birthday so it really didn't feel like my birthday it just felt like an excuse to have people over yeah um Sharing my name with him is fine. It's, you don't actually. What do you mean? Oh, because his isn't really Steve. All right, let's decide that's, that's on a, a. That's worth shelving. <laughs> let's decide on a collective worst holiday. Okay. Collective uh, worst. Yeah, of uh, the ones we've put forth. I would vote for St. Patrick's Day. I think. Yeah, yeah St. Patrick's. Yeah. It's too minor. I don't know. You guys yeah. can. All right, so. So uh, maybe not most overrated, just because it. It's like. Like just doesn't like count. Who, Probably someone, but who out there is like, yes, my favorite day of the year, St. Patrick's Day. You're so right. Valentine's a Valentine's Day? Yeah, there's a lot. Of, like, think of at UMass, too, like all the people that were at McMurphy's Blarney from like Blue. 6 a.m. Oh. Well, let's break a lot of shit and then get angry when the So, St. Patrick's Day is definitely the most annoying one for me. Sure. Yeah. And maybe it's not the most overrated. Yeah. Um, and I actually don't want to, because I actually really love Fourth of July, but just for a lot of different reasons, yep. and people like it. <laughs> uh, what about your most underrated holiday? Right. Wait, we haven't decided. No. Okay. I, let's just be cliche and say Valentine's Day. That, That's true. It's overrated by women. There's a that lot aren't of pressure married. to for the men to like. Might call us a bunch of non-romantics in here, yeah. but Valentine's Day sucks. Okay. All right. All right. Best holiday, real quick. Then we Christmas. In this. Yeah. Christmas, says Marissa. Steve. Best or like most underappreciated? Oh, I don't care. You said most underappreciated. Okay. Not Christmas. Super appreciated. Yeah, twin, what's your, what's the, your sleeper? The twin, uh, the summer starter and summer ender of Memorial and Labor Day. That's two. <laughs> Memorial Day then, because it's near yeah. my birthday. <laughs> and it starts summer rather than ending it. It is nice. Everybody gets outside finally and yeah. All right, all and right. you know the troops. Mar- oh, don't forget about them. No, you got to remember them. Marissa, most underrated. Don't say Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I hate to say this. I really like July Fourth, but I don't know if it's underrated. I was going to say it underrated. too, even though I said it was. <laughs> Daniel, you're sending mixed messages. I feel like there are no underrated holidays that don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> about Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a horrible time of year. It's mid-January. I don't mm. get off any of these Monday holidays either most of the time, so mm-hmm. that makes it that makes a big deal. Yeah. All I don't right. think I have one. All, da- right. All right, Danielle, real quick. I don't know how to get my... Because I said I don't like the way other people celebrate July 4th, but I actually like July 4th. That doesn't mean it's underrated. Them. It doesn't... It's not okay. underrated. So it's not underrated. Yeah, because a lot of people Just, do celebrate All right, Danielle, so, 10 seconds. Underrated? 
I don't know, because I feel like everybody celebrates everything. Like, we have, like, cat cupcake days and donut days. Like That's true. This is, like, national give your dog a, a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. coffee day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's no such thing as underrated anymore. <laughs> uh, let me counter with Columbus Day, the most underrated holiday there is. There's a take. Why, why should I consider it Becky, as a holiday? Please explain. <laughs> Uh, because it definitely shouldn't be a holiday, yet I get it off work, so it's awesome. I see, it's I don't. Awesome. I don't. I don't Maybe I don't. You know I used to. That's when Thanksgiving is. Really? Yeah, whenever we have Columbus Day, they have Thanksgiving, which I think is kind of a funny mixed message. <laughs> it is. This was an interesting podcast. <laughs> Screw Valentine's it was, Day. It was an Italian sandwich, you know, and yeah. the bread was labor. <laughs> Stop it, Steve. Um, Marissa, you haven't been on a podcast in a while. I haven't. Do you have anything to plug? Do you um, do anything? No. no. Nope. No. Keep taking generic drugs, people. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, Steve Sheridan photography. Okay, he gets enough plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the website. I think it's just a Facebook page. No, okay. it's, it's Steve Sheridan Photo. Com, I believe. Com. I'm sorry. I should really for whatever bad advertising I, I did. Steve, are you gonna He's plug anything? Yeah. Labor, everyone. <laughs> wow. I will forever associate that sound with labor. Daniel. I don't have anything to plug. All right, we need to get things to plug because I, I don't know do. how to end this podcast. Baby Nora, yes, yeah, Baby Nora, yeah. How's she doing? She's good. She's still sleeping. She slept okay. the whole She's podcast. Solid, yeah. All right. Well, right now Nora does not have a social media presence, no, but she maybe doesn't. in a couple of weeks. Uh, but follow us at Game Time Bro on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can Google us. You might find a few things. You probably won't. Um, but we're out of topics. We're out of time. Goodbye. Keith, one more thing. Okay. Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs>